0: The cphi podcast series
1: hello and welcome back to the cphi podcast series your monthly soundbite on the trends and developments impacting the global pharma value chain i'm rebecca lumley pharma editor at informa markets and in today's episode we'll be hearing from pacify a startup that modifies glass files with laser technology to create duovile an innovative lifelized drug delivery solution which is safe sustainable and incredibly user-friendly The pharmaceutical industry is brimming with innovation, from biologics such as cell and gene therapies to COVID-19 treatments and precision oncology drugs. And as pharmaceuticals grow more advanced, so too must the drug delivery and packaging solutions that get them safely from the manufacturer to the patient. In today's episode, we're joined by Gareth Pearce, founder of Pacify Limited. Gareth has a degree in product design and manufacturing and has spent more than 25 years working in commercial sales of primary pharmaceutical packaging solutions. He founded Pacify in 2017 and just five years later, the company's Duoderm applicator was awarded a High Commendation for Packaging Innovation at the 2022 Pharmapack Awards. Gareth, you're very welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us.
2: And thank you to you too, Rebecca. This is certainly a first for me, but as with so many things in the startup journey, there are many firsts.
1: Absolutely. Well, we're delighted to have you there. And kind of speaking of firsts, um, I'd love to begin by hearing a little bit about the company's story. You know, how did you get started? What sparked the, I suppose, the initial idea for the product?
2: I guess it's harking back five years and that seems a long time, but in in that in-between time, there's been some challenging periods. So perhaps five years isn't too far. And it's never one factor that triggers these things, usually a combination. I've had plenty of time in this industry. I've watched another company startups fail. They've raised funds, but they've not had quite the right idea. I've sat through packaging quality issues where Consumers have complained about ampules and sharps injuries, and the status quo response in the industry is just not quite good enough in my eyes. With the engineering background, I've, I've kind of always had a, an inquisitive mind, always sat alongside manufacturing lines just to understand what's going on within the production. But I think ultimately the trigger that made me leap from a, a well-paid corporate job was was, as with many people, um, I use the phrase, the wrong boss at the right time. It presents a great opportunity to take that leap of faith. It's that push that you sometimes need. I've had five years at this project or at this technology. The first two were really about trying to get the laser technology capable. That wasn't the case in, in the first two years. I then was forced to go back to industry get a paid job to keep a roof over the head. And then suddenly when the technology became viable, then you kind of go, okay, time to go again and have another go at this. So really the last two years have been proving the technical feasibility of the, the technology and then finding the right product and market to have a go at. That's very much where I am now, a very positive place, frankly.
1: And so you've mentioned the technology there a couple of times. That is the laser technology that is quite central to the product. Could you maybe talk us through how that works and, you know, maybe whether you had any experience in in this kind of field before actually trying to design the product?
2: As you say, the laser technology is one of the fundamental factors that underpins this enabling of the product. Whilst there's always secrets within a business and what you're able to disclose. There's obviously IP that's filed and you have to share a certain amount of information. When I came to look at and try and understand this technology, my perception of lasers was that it was something akin to a Star Wars Jedi's lightsaber. I've learned a lot since. And although there's a lot to understand, I think it's sometimes easier just to explain it to the general public as high-tech voodoo. Because it's a surreal technology. I think what's interesting about glass, its it's unique properties are that it's both impermeable and transparent. You can see through it. But what's incredible about the laser technology and the glass combination is that you're firing these ultra-short pulses of light that are captured by the glass and weaken the glass in a very prescribed way. I get bamboozled by the figures. When you're firing a pulse of light technology and that pulse is one million billionth of a second, it just goes into another realm of understanding. So whilst the laser technology is the enabling part, it's also key to ensure that we don't look at the sexy laser technology, but we look at how you actually use it to achieve a certain end game. And vial is essentially a simple piece of tubular glass, a single piece formed with two chambers and a glass membrane between them. It's really taking that laser technology, pre-weakening that membrane to enable you to mix two products, a liquid and a liquid, a liquid and a powder. So the technology is wonderful, but it's, it's really how you come to use it at the end of the day that's most interesting.
1: I really love that phrase, high-tech voodoo, was it?
2: (laughs) Let me take that high-tech voodoo and, and try and translate it into my layperson's explanation. I use a phrase, the ice cream and bubbles principle. So imagine you've got an ice cream cone in one hand and you're holding a champagne glass in the other. The challenge is to try and draw a circle inside the bottom of the champagne glass with your ice cream cone. It's not an easy task unless you either change the ice cream cone to one of those cheap, skinny ones or you change the glass to a larger glass. So, laser technology isn't just lightsaber like technology. There's a lot more to it. So, I hope the ice cream and bubbles principle kind of communicates the challenge.
1: Absolutely. No, that's a great analogy. It kind of paints quite a visceral picture. We've kind of gotten a sense of your journey and uh, of uh, where the company is now. And I suppose I would love to know a bit about your longer term vision for the company, you know, where you hope to be in, in five or 10 years.
2: Five years. I, I said I'd be where I am in five years, but OK, let's let add another five years to that chronology. Ultimately, the holy grail for Duovile is using it for lyophilized injectable vaccines that are shipped via cold chain to developing markets. That's the holy grail. But regulation and the pharma industry means that's that's probably going to be a seven to 10 year vision from now. So really the challenge is finding applications that are less regulated, faster to bring to market, quicker return on investment. And that's come about from other companies finding me. My first major client is a a company involved in skin probiotics. So they take the good bacteria in your skin, they freeze dry that, they store it in its dry format, but they need to enable the end user, the consumer, the cosmetic type consumer, to be able to mix these products and then apply them in a dosed dosed amount. So I would say the market that found me in terms of a need to fulfil their requirements... So that's kind of the immediate goals, but as I say, long term there's much bigger goals and the challenges. Step by step, taking a focused approach.
1: And what you've mentioned there is that duoderm.
2: Yes, so duovial is, I always say is the primary technology, the glass and the laser technology, but within that you can have very individual applications. It could be duodiagnostic applications. The duoderm product is for dermal skin type applications. So that's why I've called it duoderm at the end of the day.
0: Are you struggling to cut through the noise? The pharmaceutical industry can be a crowded market. Partner with CPHI Online, the largest pharma marketplace and community worldwide. Get direct access to 280,000 farmer buyers and gather qualified leads all year round to help build your pipeline and grow your revenue. With CPHI Online, you'll be able to stand out from the competition and reach a large global farmer audience. To learn more about promoting your company using only one platform, go to cphionline.com.
1: And it was Duoderm that was awarded the High Commendation for Packaging Innovation at this year's PharmaPack Awards, which kind of leads me into what I was hoping to discuss next, which is, I suppose, the role of exhibitions and events such as PharmaPAC or CPHI Frankfurt. How do these kind of things factor into your business plan? What is the benefit of kind of being there and being recognized at such an event?
2: I guess the interesting thing is Pharma Pack, for example, has been around for 20 plus years. And I think it was the first exhibition I ever went to. And I'm, I'm not sure there's been a year that I've missed. So it's become an integral part of my career, my networking, my involvement with the industry, my learning about the products that are coming to market, learning about competitors, it's just I suppose the ideal forum it does what it says on the tin in terms of farmer pack. So for me why do I attend knowledge and networking with people. It's proved the perfect ecosystem and it was always going to be my launch platform when the time was right which was this year actually.
1: And I am quite curious as well in terms of, I suppose, how different the experience is at an event like that for a startup compared to, you know, we obviously have quite a few larger, more established companies who are there as well. What do you think could be done at these kind of events to encourage startups or to help solve some of the, you know, the hurdles that startups generally encounter? I think what's
2: been done over the past couple of years by Informer at Pharmapack specifically has been exceptional in terms of certainly the timing for me and the ability for me to be visible. If we take the May event this year, I was able to exhibit in the Innovation Gallery. I participated and won an award in the Innovations Awards. There was the startup pitch to investors. There's the Innovation Tours How else does a startup get the opportunity to put themselves really at front and center stage? I met with another startup that hadn't participated as a startup in the hub, and they were on the outer skirts of the show. They didn't get the visibility that the ecosystem you've presented really gives us. I'm speechless in terms of the value I've got from the show so far. The big challenge is where you go next. Do you get lumped out into the big wide world where you're one in, I don't know, 500 stands and don't necessarily have the presence. It's an interesting journey to think about going forward.
1: Mm, That's a good point. And I suppose I was also curious, just based on your own experience of being an entrepreneur within the pharma industry, was there anything over the past five years that has particularly kind of surprised you on this journey you've been on?
2: I think we all know the pharma sector is pretty conservative. Obviously, health and safety is paramount, and that really leads the scenario. One of the most pleasant surprises was, I think, changes in regulations, where in the past FDA regulations, for example, were very much checkbox, yes, no, does it comply? Those regulations have evolved sufficiently to incorporate or embrace and encourage more innovative drug delivery systems. So now it's more about assessing risk, mitigating those risks and delivering a safe product. So regulations changing, that's a big surprise and a positive in the pharma sector. So the other element that I've found surprising and and perhaps slightly disappointing is when we compare the consumer health sector with, let's say, the more regulated pharma sector, I found that the consumer health sector is more open with its innovation accelerators and partnerships. I think there needs to be a drive within the pharma sector to engage with startups, with innovation, rather than waiting till it's been proven and the traction's been gained. Um, the pharma industry just feels like it comes to the game a little bit too late in the day.
1: That's an interesting point. And I was curious if over the pandemic, you noticed kind of any sort of maybe shift in attitude. My sense anyway, just over the past couple of years, has reminded us all how important innovation is and how important speed and collaboration are. I was wondering if you've seen any sort of attitude shift there.
2: I think you're right in terms of COVID. The period's given people the time to stop, stop running on the treadmill, sit back and reconsider what the right approach to growth in business is, not just profit first. I think what's really exciting is the drive in packaging and sustainability. I think perhaps our principles have evolved a little bit over this period. I think the door's more open to change. There's a need for change, definitely.
1: Final question from me. I would love to know what advice you would give to other people or other other startups attempting to turn an idea into a market-ready product in the pharma industry.
2: I guess I've kind of always looked at my product as being disruptive to the larger pharma packaging companies. And I've always seen it as a kind of David and Goliath scenario. And you're scared to put yourself out there and to be criticized. And I've I've kept my head below the parapet for perhaps a few too many years. I also feel that when I came to the market at Pharma Pack, exhibiting as a startup, that was my chance to shine and, and get honest feedback. So I do regret not doing it sooner. I think you need to have your product in front of customers that they can give you the tough love, the tough feedback that you really need to reflect. I loved the Innovation Awards. What made me smile most was experts in the industry having very different perspectives on a product like duoderm. Some said brilliantly innovative. Others said unrealistic. And you're not sure which one you fit into, or do you fit into the middle. But I think what I took away from that was communicating your product and your vision is very important. People have perspectives and those perspectives are only based upon your ability to communicate. So really it comes down to get your product in front of the the market first and communicate clearly what you're trying to achieve. That's what I took away from PharmaPack, and I suppose the first five years in my journey.
1: So there you have it. Get out there and communicate your vision. Well, Gareth, thank you so much. That is all we have time for for this episode. And thank you for listening. For more news features and expert content on all things impacting pharmaceutical supply chains, manufacturing, drug development, packaging, and drug delivery, please head to cphionline.com.
0: Thank you for listening to the CPHI podcast series. For pharmaceutical news, webinars, events and more, visit cphionline.com.